Hello, and welcome to not really an episode of Bleak and Review. Jesus Christ, as soon as I start recording, they just start throwing shit. I swear to God, I waited for so long to try to get enough noise to noise cancel out on the track, and yet upstairs they continue to just... I don't know what how many, like, if they're knocking safes off of shelves or whatever, but there is just so many loud noises all the time, and it's starting to catch up to me, I think. It's probably just bad ceilings and bad floors like that I can hear everything amplified 10 times over, but it truly seems like the people who live above me are just stomping around constantly, like they're furious and just like throwing shit around and just being so loud all the time. I'm sure it's just like regular day-to-day activity, but it feels loud. Hi, I'm Kevin Anderson, <laughs> and this is not a full episode of Bleak and Review. Sorry. The reason for that being, I just really didn't have time this week. The next couple episodes are already scheduled for recording, so I should have you know uninterrupted episodes coming out soon, but I just didn't uh, have time on my schedule to do it this week, which sounds like I'm being dramatic and exaggerating, but I'm not. I Between my day job and trying to build this goddamn computer that I've been working on whenever I have time... And trying to, you know, do errands and cook and clean and tend to my pig and everything like that. Uh, I just didn't didn't have time this week. But I do have this coming out. And there's a little treat at the end of it. There's a little uh, Patreon preview for a silly thing that I put up on the Patreon today. Over there at patreon.com slash bleakandreview if you feel so inclined to go over there and see what we're doing if you haven't already. So stick around for that sample at the end of this short Tiny taste of an episode. It's a little bitty boy. It's a bitty boy podcast bleak. But yeah, I'm going to do the intro part, I guess. I'll just tell you. I'll just talk for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting to, to lose patience with some of the... Like, you can hear it. You can hear it. It's just thud, 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 thud. I'm losing patience. Not to mention that one of my neighbors upstairs had their cousin visiting this past week who brought his big-ass fucking hippie drum with him. <laughs> He's a nice guy, but I met him once, but just all day, I, I work from home, and just all day, it's just fucking drum circle noises coming from upstairs, and then, you know, banjo, and uh, not my pig, the instrument, that that happens um, <laughs> upstairs, and just constant jam sessions, which, like, I get it, I love that y'all make music, but I also hate that I have to listen to it when I don't want to, <laughs> and now it's just thuds, it's just, I don't know. I think I'm finally out of the party. I think that's what happened. I think I got out of the party because I spent, I would say, at least, I don't know, what is it, March 2021 now? I would say like the last at least seven months, I have just, you know, as you've heard on the podcast, I've just been partying too hard with everybody in this building because they're all young whippersnappers and they've still got the energy for that and don't have anything else going on for the most part. And I think I finally got burnt out and I think I, uh, I got it out of my system. I went through the uh, excessive drinking. I went through the wild emotional flare-ups with my stupid fling with my upstairs neighbor. And uh, I think I've come back to a place of realizing, oh, yeah, I'm 30, and I should probably quit drugs and and have a more stable existence, which means now I guess I'm the old guy who gets annoyed when people are making a lot of noise at 3 a.m. I don't know. I, I Is that... Is, I, I'm torn because I I want I like everybody in my building for the most part and I think they're all cool in their own ways but I'm also finding myself with less patience but I don't want to be like the guy that's like the buzzkill but 
because I get it. I like to party and I like to have a good time, but I don't think it's that much to ask that, you know, even a 25 year old to ask them to consider others before doing the bullshit that they do. How much of this am I going to have to edit out? There's so much thumping upstairs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's okay. It adds uh, it adds a natural feel to it, I imagine. It makes, uh, it makes things a little more spunky. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I guess like now that I'm in a relationship, and I, I, I use that like it's like it's a demarcation point. Like now that I'm in a relationship, I'm a totally different person. That's not true, but I think that being in like a healthy relationship that's like been good for me so far and like has been a very pleasant experience that I want to like build on has contextualized a lot of the bullshit I was doing before, which was just being a psycho and being fucked up on alcohol or whatever all the time. And like now I'm trying, I really want to find some kind of balance where like I get to do my creative stuff. I get to do the stuff that makes me money because, you know, oftentimes those two are not intertwined. Patreon.com slash Bleak and Review. Uh, <laughs> but also like, you know, feel good and and not be hung over all the time. And I think uh, just the fact that I'm pursuing that seems like I've changed. But I think the big change was when I regressed back into being a drunk psycho. I think that was the change that I have now just reverted. I'm not, I'm just trying to get back to a sense of normalcy. And I guess I got used to the chaos, which is why it's all kind of, I guess it's kind of like when you, um, as I recently did, when you quit some kind of drug or an addiction of some sort, go cold turkey on it, your senses are a little heightened and, <laughs> and you start noticing things that you probably wouldn't notice before, things that would aggravate you or irk you in some way. And for me, toning down my partying to like, hey, what if I did cocaine once a week and in small doses <laughs> and only drank like, you know, a couple beers a night instead of like half a bottle of whiskey and then like had like one big drinking day every week like that is like a fun party thing, like instead of all the time like that, just the fact that I toned it down from that to like where I'm at now, I'm starting to be like, oh, wow, I put up with a lot of uh, nonsense just because I was fucked up all the time <laughs> from these children. Who, again, I don't dislike. I'm just, I, they're younger than me. And they're on a different fucking trajectory because that's where, I mean, they're, most of them are way ahead of where I was at at that age anyway. So I can't even talk shit because like me at 24, 23, I was a fucking dumb idiot driving drunk all the time and shit. Like, it's fucking stupid. Like, I would say that, you know, the fact that, I don't know, it's the fact that they're, out here in LA doing it and, and building community and trying to do stuff like, I, I don't think that this is their last stop on their journey. I think this is just uh, how they're handling quarantine at that age. And I would probably be very similar in that situation. So I don't, I don't resent them at all. But I will send a couple late night texts that read something like, Hey, Doug, can we not uh, play Cascada really loud at 2 a.m.? Because cause it's Wednesday. <laughs> and yes, I work from home, but... I would like to sleep at some point because I already know I'm going to oversleep and be late to work, even though my desk is 10 feet away. I know that's going to happen. The question is, how long am I going to be? How much late am I going to be? So yeah, I guess if that makes me the old guy, then hand me a cane and high-waisted pants and give me some weird opinions about the news. I don't know. By the way, um, on the day I'm recording this, yesterday I did the Unpops Zoom show, uh, number seven, the Unpops Live via Zoom show with 
other friends of Bleak and Review, such as Jeff May and Atif Myers. And it was great. I hadn't done a Zoom show in a while, just because, you know, I haven't really been pursuing them. Stress, time management, etc. I haven't been, you know, trying to get booked on a bunch of them. But this was a really fun one. It was nice to, uh, you know, I, I scanned through the crowd to see who was tuned in. And I saw some names I recognized, some people that follow me on social media, some people that are Patreon subscribers. And it was cool to be able to perform for y'all and I hope you had a good time. I got a little high concept with my <laughs> with my bits because I mean obviously I haven't really been doing stand up much. Um I've been funny in some capacity a lot during quarantine, but I haven't been really writing jokes, jokes like stand up premises. I've been like tweeting and doing podcast stuff and then just being naturally hilarious. Uh so it was interesting to do a 10 minute set that I kind of blended, if you were tuned in, you probably noticed this, I kind of blended the ideas of conventional stand-up and how I would do a podcast over Zoom. Uh, <laughs> I had some bits in there that I had written down. I also just kind of improvised and goofed about and played with the medium, and it was fun. Will I be pursuing more of them? I don't know. If people ask me to do them, I'll do them, but I'm not going to pursue them aggressively because, as you've noticed, I could barely get any content out this week at all. And I don't know, I don't want to dump way too much more on my plate because I feel like I'm just treading water. And it's a good kind where I feel like I am treading water in the sense that I am getting the shit done that I need to get done. But I don't feel like there's a lot of leftover time. One thing I realized earlier this uh, week is for most of this quarantine time, and I do believe my Adderall addiction had something to do with this, whether I was working at my job or off the clock, I always felt like I had something to do. Like I never felt like I could relax. I would work and then I would be scheduling podcasts. I'd be recording podcasts. I was doing two a week for a while there. Like when I was really, really still had my burst of energy at the beginning of quarantine where I was like, it's okay. I got all this time. I'm going to make so much content, but I never really gave myself any time to decompress and relax. And I think that shit caught up to me in a big way. Hence my like mental breakdown for a long time listeners know I had a mental breakdown a few times this year <laughs> and I was talking to my neighbor Tyler about it and he because he's in a similar boat with his schoolwork and and the stuff that he needs to get done like for his recordings and his projects that he has to do uh, he has to do a lot of audio engineering as well and like even after my work day and then like recording and like I would be like well I have to edit the other show or I have to set up this and I have to make sure I have this scheduled and ready to go and I have to make sure this is posted and ready to go and get that email out to this person who's going to put it on the network and like I just I I've been trying to give myself like a cutoff now of like after like 7 30 or 8 p.m you know like a few hours after work just like chill the fuck out and watch a movie and like get your brain ready for the idea of relaxation and sleep because I have taken that shit for granted for so long now that it kind of, I don't know, it took me falling apart completely to realize the value in being good to your brain in that way. There's a lot of ways you can be good to your brain. In many ways, they're all the same. This is insane, but this is the game. And this is the song, and this is the refrain. Oh, I'm a saint. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, boy. This is what happens. This is why the normal Bleak and Review intros usually stop at 10 minutes, because as soon as I go past 10 minutes, I lose my mind. We are about done with this, you know, teaser episode here. Don't worry. And we're getting to that coveted clip real soon. 
I don't know if there's anything in the news that I want to talk about. I don't know. Governor Cuomo is a piece of shit, right? Like he got outed as a harasser in uh, New York. A lot of women came forward. It's just like, <sighs> can we just like assume that every man with power is terrible at this point? Like, I feel like that's a better bet <laughs> than doing it the opposite way. Like, let's just flip the optics on that where it's like, owner of Capri Sun outed as normal guy. <laughs> Sources, several women have come forward to say that this guy isn't a piece of shit. Like, that's the angle we should be approaching it from. Like, of course, Cuomo's a piece of shit. Of course, everyone sucks. And everyone, the frustrating thing about it is, first of all, that, you know, so many people in positions of power have been able to get away with this shit for so long. That's very frustrating. But also, every time this happens, nobody ever tells the truth. Everyone is so full of shit. Everyone who's ever been accused of this and sure, I'm sure like 2% of the time they're wrongfully accused. Literally, I would say 2%. I, maybe the number is lower. I don't know. It seems like what – but nobody will ever tell the truth. Everyone will just deny it or say that it's it's unfounded and just get their PR people on it because they just need to cling to power so bad. And it's just – it's disgusting and it really doesn't – really doesn't give me a lot of hope for the future of this country because it's the same fucking article every time somebody gets outed as a piece of shit, whether it's a comedian or a politician or a musician or whatever, whatever entertainer <laughs> is outed as this. Because yes, I am lumping politicians in with comedians and musicians because they're all equally full of shit. Whenever they get out, it's the same article. It's like, all these people have come forward with proof that this person was a creep. This person has made a statement that says, I didn't do it, please don't. And then they might lose their endorsement deals or they might, you know, get dropped from Netflix, but like they just continue existing and just hold, you know, they just go and find a new way to, to market themselves to people who don't give a shit about that. You know, all the true Americans who are like, cancel culture is ruining this country. So what if a guy wants to show his dick to a 12-year-old? I don't care. He makes good music. I love Michael Jackson. Woody Allen. Pepe Le Pew. Why are you canceling my skunk? Why are you canceling my skunk? It's It's just the same. It's the same story. And, like, obviously it's good that these stories are coming to light more frequently because they used to not do that. And some idiots will probably take that to be like, well, it's a trend now to cancel people. So that's why they're coming out more frequently. Everyone's trying to take down these great men. And no, the reason is that people are getting more confident and, and society is evolving to the place of like the common collective mind is of a mind of like believing women and believing victims as opposed to shunning them as harlots. And so people are more comfortable coming out about fucked up shit now. And that's just indicative of society moving forward. So I guess that is good. But I do wonder if like that ever, like that shitty, toxic, male-centric ideology is ever going to be stamped out or if it's just going to always be there in some form or fashion. Probably. But I think we're moving in the right direction. And fuck Cuomo and fuck... I don't know, Giuliani probably. Like, he's not in the news lately, but fuck him in general. Like, I just hate all of these fucking people. <laughs> I'm so sick of this fucking country and the cartoon skunk stands. I don't know. That being said, this is <laughs> in lieu of a regular Bleak and Review episode. And like I said, we will be back next week. I believe my guest next week will be a first-timer on the show, but uh, Danger Van Gorder 
who just uh, dropped an album with his band Countless Thousands. You know him from the Unpops Network, probably. He's a band I'm a very big fan of, and I love this new album that we're probably going to talk about next week. So yeah, Danger Van Gorder will be on the podcast next week. So you know, stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, I do have this little clip here from something that I had uploaded to the Bleak Interview Patreon today as well. It was something that I did, a little improv podcast I did with my neighbor Tyler Sankey, who's a the aforementioned brilliant musician, the beatmeister behind the hip-hop project that is going to be coming out soon. Our first single should be dropping soon, actually. Uh, me and Michael Swaim, a.k.a. MS Word. We got a song coming out. Tyler did the beat and the mastering and the mixing on that, too, so that's going to be fun. But yeah, Tyler and I, uh, we, I helped him out with this because this was something he had to do for a project for class. He had to make some kind of podcast, and he knew who to come to for that. Your boy Kevin, who knows how to talk into a microphone. Uh, we did a little uh, improv interview where I played a character named Travis Catfish from Catfish Brew Co. It's a big, silly, stupid time. And this is just a funny moment from it. It's only like a 28-minute podcast or something, so I don't know if that's... We'll, we'll hopefully put more episodes out, but it was just something we did for fun. And if you think this is funny, hey, maybe go over to patreon.com slash bleakandreview and uh, sign up for like five bucks or whatever, you know? Cancel any time. But, but don't cancel, please. I need money. Um, <laughs> yeah, so here's, here's a funny clip from that. And um, we'll see you next week with more actual Bleak and Review. And thanks for hanging in there, and I love you all dearly. Ta-ta. So I got a question for you. Uh, we, we can finish off the beers in a minute, but I got to ask. Yes. What's your favorite beer and why is it lager? Well, didn't know we were going to go all oh, Mark Barrett on I'm this. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's okay, though. It's all I right. To, I got to ask the hard-hitting question. It's okay. The it's people want to know. I just told myself I wouldn't cry on another podcast. I did some true crime show recently and I cried thinking about how I miss my father. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me go get a bag so I can catch those tears. We can some, make some. Make Ooh, some we can make some that. beer out of my face right now. That's yeah. good. Get a bag. Get a, get that. Get, here, actually, I got. I got a. Just dump that. Dump that beer out on the ground, and we'll just use the sippy cup. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Foley. Oh, he's back. Oh, that was quick. Wow. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So we'll catch these tears. <laughs> but. The reason my favorite beer is lager is that that was the beer my father drank. Oh, no. Oh, he left when I was 29. And by me left, I mean he moved to Florida. Wait, aren't you, aren't you like 30? I'm 32. <laughs> wow, that happened recently. I, I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to it's laugh. It's okay. Everybody laughs when, it's, when they're talking about their dads. Oh, no. Oh, 20, 2018 was a different time. Oh, but yeah, my father would drink lager. And uh, he was also a jogger. And, and, he, and, he, and he, he, he really liked to play Frogger. And his father was a logger, but I mean, he worked in the trees. He must really love the Dodgers, man. He loves the Dodgers. My father loves logger and the Dodgers and Frogger. And that's why my favorite beer is logger. Wow. That was... Now drink this one. Oh, okay. What do we got? (laughs) 